Good morning. My name is Zachary Shulman, and I'm here with Brooklyn Queens Land Trust. As part of Brooklyn Queens Land Trust's Our Gardens, Our Stories project, um, we are sitting at the main branch of the Brooklyn Public Library in Brooklyn on Grand Army Plaza. Um, and I'm sitting here with Enrique, Enrique Ali um, and Samantha Feldman. Um, and it is approximately 1020 on July 15th, 2016. Um, so good morning. Good morning, um, Zach. Good morning, Samantha. Good morning. Um, so, so Enrique, um, can you tell me a little bit about what your, you know, what garden you're involved with, um, where it's where it's located, and um, a little bit about how you first became involved. Yeah, the uh, the garden is the Clifton Place uh, Association garden, and is in Brooklyn, New York. It's a little bit of a misnomer because it is really not in Clifton Place, but in Grand Avenue. But it was formed by two block associations, um, one north, one south, and we got together to um, to spearhead this project. It was used as a dumping ground for construction material, and there were uh, trucks. There were several vehicles in there. There was also a drug addict that used to live there, and we have to uh, clear with the city, with the community board too, uh, the local politicians, the sanitation department, you know, and, um, get permits and necessary things to create a garden out of it, you know. So initially, we uh, we probably started with like twenty volunteers, and and they were. Uh, willing to sacrifice their weekends to come over there and clean it okay as as you understand even after the sanitation came and clear and leveled the land there were still a lot of uh, needles and other issues that we have to remove okay so but uh the volunteers probably did their job for about four four months you know consecutively and uh, it was very good. People felt good about it. We were able to install the fence again that the city has installed earlier. And, uh, uh, and then actually have sanitation create what is called a berm, meaning a, a mound of, of soil. So the trucks couldn't ram in and then uh, reuse it as a dumping ground. So um, this was in 1991. Okay, I mean, there was a lot of phone calling, a lot of uh, work, but especially the city, you know. And then finally, uh, Green Thumb uh, gave us a hand, gave us the initial material to start a garden. They also gave us a, um, a, a plan, a drawing of what the garden should, be, should look like, and then we'll modify accordingly. So uh, I'll say eventually... The group trickled to maybe about eight people out of 20 people, eight people. And uh, eventually it was even less because most of the people that helped were senior citizens. So eventually they either they couldn't do it or they were discouraged or whatever. So right now, as uh, 2016, we have about 60 gardeners in, in our garden. 
Okay, so it's fairly active. A lot of um, uh, the demographics in the area has changed. So um, the, the, uh, the experience has also changed because they are looking for something for the kids, something for themselves. Uh, a lot of the new gardeners have never planted things before and they, they just don't know. Like, what do I plant, you know? And, uh, and as usually, we recommend, uh, you know, vegetables and flowers and things that are legal, okay? And, uh, and it has worked out pretty good. Uh, uh, I'm no longer the chairperson of the garden. We have new uh, directors, and they are uh, they're working it out. I mean, they're learning the experience also. So there were issues that has been that has surfaced recently from the growth of the of the area. Okay, one of the main issues that we are uh, trying to deal with uh, is a store deli next to our garden that have decided to vent their hot uh, <clears throat> fumes and you know smell into our garden because. Uh, by law, they can actually do certain things like that and not take it all the way to the roof. All right, so we, we're trying to negotiate something with that, the, the owner of the deli, and uh, it's been tough. <laughs> we, uh, we do not want to resort to any drastic measures, you know, but uh, we, we're waiting. We're patiently waiting, but there are alternatives that we can... Uh, 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 work out with her that would avoid a little bit of the the noise, the tension, the smell, you know, and um, that's one of the uh, issues. Second issue is to create programs for the uh, for the small kids. I mean, we have a lot of um, uh, babies, two, three, four, five years old. And uh, I would like to be able to um, get them more interested in gardening because eventually that would develop into something else, you know. And uh, so uh, recently I bought some beans at, at the, the uh, Union Square Market and uh, I call them magic beans, you know. So I, uh, I bought a small package of it, you know, and, and left it at the garden to see whether people were interested in growing beans and uh, part of the reason why I, I did this is first is curiosity and second because beans grow very fast it doesn't take a lot of effort and it would be a, a, a excellent lesson for the kids to see from the bean into a plant and then more beans you know so I call them magic beans you know so uh, some of the gardeners took it, and they're they're very happy. I mean, they, they, of course, you know, we're not seeing like tremendous growth, but at least something that the kids would relate and say, "Wow, you know, that was that's magical," you know. So, and uh, we we have ongoing programs. Uh, we would like to expand our uh, composting. Um, uh, set up at the garden, but that will take a little bit of uh, effort and time. We we do have a master composter 
at our garden. So um, <clears throat> we are doing it with guidance, and uh, well, hopefully it, w it will go beyond that point. You know, so. Going back a little bit, yeah, thank you. Going back a little bit to the early days, what was your personal role in um, in those in that 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 beginning period of the garden, um, either as an organizer or helper in some way? Kind of how did you mentioned there were twenty people that came together? How did those people come together? Well, they uh, I was president of Block Association in in the north side of the. Uh, of uh, Clifton, and um, uh, somebody have suggested, let's do something about it. Let's go ahead, and I, I took it upon myself uh, to create a group, a, a core group that will spearhead this. Of course, th these people will be writing letters, making phone calls, and, and all that, you know. And I'll have to go and sell the idea to to the people whether they're politicians or organizations in the area. Okay, so that was my function. And, and, and I guess it was kind of interesting because uh, uh, I was probably the first Asian in, in our, own, our block. And people were like, what is this guy doing? You know, it's, it, well, this will never work. You know, and they were constantly, they were telling us that, oh, you clean it up and next week it's going to be full of garbage again. And, uh, and through persistence and through faith, basically, and that something can be done, uh, we have the, um, the capability of changing the society if we want to. That's basically my philosophy. I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. And it takes uh, a lot of faith in in that. Okay, so uh, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm, I was one of the leaders. Uh, the other person was Michael McLeod, that came one day and knock on my door and say, I I heard that you you want to do this. You want to clean up this area, and I would like to volunteer. So he and I became uh, very close friends. In, in doing this, okay, so uh, the, I think the issue a lot of time is all the uh, uh, political layers that exist in the city that you have to deal with, you know, and, uh, and in a lot of ways, it's not, it's not only a matter of being a leader, but a person that will be able to sell ideas. See, because it's not real. It's not real until it becomes something. And then you have to sell it to people that, to, that, well, it can be real, you know. If you give us the money, you give us the, uh, 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 the opportunity, we'll ha make it happen, you know. So that was probably my function. I mean, I have to attend to a lot of uh, groups and they will uh, fill up a lot of forms and explain what we're trying to do. You know, and then in turn they would say, "Well, hmm, this guy seems to be sincere enough, and he has enough people backing him up." Okay, mm, we'll give you five hundred dollars. You know, but but five hundred dollars was was good money to start our, our effort. You know, 
And the Society for Clinton Hill gave us the largest amount, which was $1,000, you know. And we, we felt that, wow, people do believe in us, you know. And, and we have to reciprocate, we have to make it happen, you know. So it, it was, that, that would have been the description of my function, to sell ideas and uh, make it happen. You know, so. I see, I see. So you, so you talked about the kind of the early days and you kind of um, brought us up into the current issues with um, the restaurant next door. What were some of the kind of both most challenging times in those, those in-between years between 1991 and, and 2016? And what were some of, some of the kind of major rewards that you felt or you felt that people in the garden or the surrounding community really reaped um, from, from the efforts of the garden? Uh, I, I think the most uh, the, the challenge that came about when we started the garden, officially started the garden, okay, is that um, uh, we, we couldn't even give the, the plots away. I mean, we had all these plots for growing things, and uh, people were not interested they, for whatever reason, you know, okay. And uh, uh, eventually you have to create a... Uh, a plan, a, a, a program of encouraging people come in, you know, uh, this is free, you know, and, uh, um, and then because nothing is free actually, S something has to support this. So a lot of the, I was putting a lot of my own personal uh, monies in making this happen. But at the same time, there were organizations uh, like Citizens Committee, uh, there was there there were different groups that would support efforts like ours. Green Thumb initially was very supportive in this sweat equity kind of thing. I mean, we were paying a dollar a year for the use of the land, you know, and uh, um, they, they they were they were not as bureaucratic. They were they really it's like it's like an organization that came out from the 60s you know like okay you want to work go ahead do it you know and and that was very welcome i i think green thumb initially for our own organization was was positive you know uh, so that that was probably the one of the uh main thing that we have to do is to convince people that they can grow things in, in this soil, and then feel feel that this is their own uh, their own you know garden you know feel feel in a certain investment that they have to put into it and feel proud of it. Okay, and eventually it, it did. I mean, people saw things growing, and they're like, "Hey, what is happening?" You know, and we were uh, we were offering a lot of our, our produce because. You know, you grow tomatoes and they just keep on coming out, you know. So uh, we grew herbs and things like that to attract people to come in. You know, uh, you could take some basil, you know, and people were like, yeah, you know. And and so they would come and, and uh, take parsley, basils, you know, rosemary, you know, all that stuff. And uh, eventually the, the word spread and then people just kept coming, you know, and, and uh, um, the, the, the issue with the deli is not so much 
uh, all the businesses that are surrounding our garden are very friendly to us. And a lot of times, I, I didn't know at the time, but I have said, well, would you be interested if we grew herbs for you? Because a lot of these are food establishments, you know. And uh, I don't think the city allows that. You can only give it away, but you cannot sell it. Okay. So uh, I have thought about a program where we could actually grow it in, in, uh, consistently and then be able to su supply it to these people. Okay, and um, uh, which, which is part of the concept that a lot of businesses have now, where you have the garden on top of the business, like Whole Food, you know, we get hydroponics and all that stuff, you know, okay. And, um, but uh, there is sanction or approved by the city, okay. Uh, in our case, uh, we, we ju we're just servicing our community. People that are that want something come in and say, "Can I have this? Can I have that?" You know, and uh, and we'll give it to them, basically. Okay. Uh, the the deli is became a problem for us because they were not friendly at all. They came in and this this lady have invested substantial amount of money. It took her about a year and something to open the business. So she felt that, well, I have invested money in this business. You know, you just happen to be a guard next to my business. So th that that has created a lot of friction in our in our garden. Uh, I don't know how to bridge it. I mean, I haven't uh, because I'm not the shared person anymore. I have not sat down with this lady and talked to her and find out what she's willing to give she's not willing to give one single inch <laughs> so uh but we'll see we you know uh sooner or later uh people realize that we're all part of the community we have to work together i mean uh, uh there was some shooting like three doors down and the guy that was being shot at jump into our garden and then j jump into her property, you know, right? And then that became an issue with her. She's like, oh, you know, uh, we have shootings and it's like our garden is encouraging this criminal activity. But it's, it's a long stretch. It's a long stretch. Uh, okay. Um, and I have to take it as that, that, you know, it's just a matter of like putting words out there, you know, okay. Um, we we continue to be a positive force in our neighborhood. That's what we intend to do. And um, uh, there is a, a French bistro choice in, in our area. And we have a bake sale every year. And they contribute tons of donuts. <laughs> tons of whatever. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> thank you, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, um, so we maintain a good relationship with all our neighbors, okay. and uh, uh, I, I I would like to continue that tradition. I mean, we you, you have a problem, tell us and we'll deal with it. Okay, and uh, um, that's basically that's, that's it. Yeah. Great, great. What else do you see as kind of the 
the future of the garden? You know, you talked about continuing those, continuing those relationships and maybe trying to resolve some of the conflicts. What do you see some of, like, um, in addition to that or some specifics about where you see the garden going? Um, I, I had envisioned the garden to be a place where people would just come in and sit down, bring their kids. Uh, they could close the gate in, um, in the days that are not Saturday and Sunday because that's, we have to have, have it open completely for the public Saturday and Sunday. So uh, actually bring, bring the family, have a barbecue. I mean, we have a barbecue grill, uh, gas, gas tank and all. Um, we keep it supplied. So people can use it as an extension of their living quarters. You know, I know a lot of people don't have a house. You know, and you know, I, I, I'm going to have some friends around. Okay, use the garden. So I I have pushed for this, uh, make it happen. All right, um, and we have uh, we have done a patio area as you see, and we intend to do another patio area in the back by the apple tree, okay? And uh, hopefully it would attract more people. We, we have a problem with mosquitoes, as you, you know, and uh, that's like citywide, you know. Uh, we, have, uh, we have put a, a sandbox for the kids to play with, you know. Um, things like that, I think that there are small steps it takes time, it takes money, but it is something that would um, increase the, uh, the servability of our garden. You know, it's a service to community, so make them feel that, hey, this is important for us, you know. And uh, unfortunately, one of the factors too is that a lot of the people are, uh, I call them nomads, I mean, I, I've been in the area for 40-something years already. So, <laughs> uh, But we have people that are there for one year or two at the max, and then they, they go away. I mean, that, that's reality. So, But we, we would like to make them feel that even your one year in our garden was a good experience, that you were treated well, and you were able to meet people and uh, say hello to people, whatever. You know. So that, that's one of the, the uh, uh, negative things is the mobility of the people. Nothing, we cannot control it. This is reality, you know, okay. Um, but I have met a lot of people that, uh, that uh, for instance, we have uh, the Brooklyn Fleas. I don't know if you, yeah, you know, okay. And uh, one of the guy that was uh, that is partner with the owner of the Brooklyn Fleas was a gardener in, in our garden. In, I didn't even know. So when I call, I said, you know, I would like to set up a tent so we could use, we could do some sales of uh, baked baked goods from our garden. You know. He says, yeah, 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 no problem, you know. And then he went on and on, and then he says, I said, well, how much is it, you know? And he says, well, usually it's like 150 but this is free. You know, and I'm like, what, you know? <laughs> and then he explained to me that he was a gardener at our garden, and he felt there was 
a way to pay back, you know. So, and, and it's it's one of those things. I, I I meet a lot of people that have left the area, but they still remember us, you know. And uh, I see them in a train or whatever, and they're like, "Wow, you know." <laughs> so it's good. It's it's a good thing. Uh, I'm not running for any political position, uh-huh. but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? But, oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to ask if you had any kind of concluding thoughts or things that you would want to leave, ideas you might want to leave with future gardeners, either you know gardeners who are too young to understand what's going on just yet, or you know maybe haven't, or future gardeners who have yet to join the garden. You know, messages or questions you might want to leave with them. I I would like to. Um, what would what what would be great is for gardeners who feel that the garden is an extension of their living quarters. Okay, that is there. That uh, there are so many possibilities with it. It's not only food. is It's also to interact with neighbors, to interact with our own gardeners. I mean, uh, I, you have seen some of the photos that I've taken of tulips from my garden. I mean, and and it happens because I used to come to the Brooklyn Botanical and then photograph tulips. But it's always very hard because you cannot, you have no control whatsoever, okay, of the environment. It is what it is. Okay. But in the, in a garden, a setup like ours, you could actually come in, set up your camera, wait for the right lighting conditions, uh, and then take f- photographs. That's the part that people have not gone beyond from just using the soil. Just you know, I feel that they they could do a lot more. I uh, I also encourage a potluck every year, and I have our own gardeners bring the food that they they're good at making. You know, and uh, it has been successful. It's it's. It's like a tradition, you know. I, I want that to continue because, yeah, your your hummus or whatever you did is not what Sahadi would sell, or whatever. But that doesn't matter. Just bring it in, you know. People have to try. And uh, 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 I used to know a, a African chef, Pierre uh, Pierre Tiam. Uh, and uh, I asked I ask him as a favor to uh, cook at our garden, you know, to show people how to do work with food, you know. And, and uh, he said, okay, just buy the material and I'll be there. And that was very successful. So uh, people uh, learn how to do a um, <clears throat> salmon burger and, and salads and uh, vinaigrette. You know, it's common, but how to do it in in a certain way that is a little bit more professional, you know. And I would like to encourage more of that if it's possible. Uh, I I think that things can be done uh, beyond where, where we are right now. A lot of things, you know, even construction, have the kids construct something, you know. Okay, and um, so that's, that's that's great. Great, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you. Yeah.